Warning, this podcast uses explicit language. In fact, I know how often I swear down to the second. I swear every seven, six, four, oh, fuck, never mind. Are you alright? No, I'm not alright. I've got to stay sober for two weeks. I'm not going to make... Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode five of A Real Treat. I have Charles here with me. Say hello to the people. Hello, hello, hello. And, <laughs> that was beautiful. And uh, my name is Dalton. Thank you for joining us. Uh, last episode, at the end, we talked about how we were going to watch The Hunt for Red October. Mm-hmm. Movie I hadn't seen in a while, but I remember loving it, and I wanted to show Charles. Charles, tell us what you thought, brother. Well... Yeah, it was good. It was good. I will say it was good. I, I did enjoy the movie. It wasn't great. It was a little slow. I mean, it's about submarines, so how how exciting can that be? But, hey, it can be. Well, it can. I, there are some really good submarine movies out there, and this one was good. I, I just wasn't, like, crazy about it, but I will say I loved the cast. Yes. I mean, they, there were so many freaking familiar faces, so many stars in this movie that I just loved. Uh, of, of course, Sean Connery and uh, Alec Baldwin did a wonderful job in this movie. I think... Uh, this is probably one of his last like great movies. You know, he did Beetlejuice in like eighties, and then yeah. uh, this was nineteen ninety. And Alec Baldwin just did a really good job in this movie, I thought. But also had uh, the Jurassic Park guy, Sam Neill. You know, which mm-hmm. when he died, I remember I cracked that joke. I was like, well, at least the guy got to see some dinosaurs before he died. So <laughs> he's like, I always, remember when I called the quote? I, I, I was like, I, w- I wanted to see Montana. And <laughs> oh yeah, he yeah. Said yeah. it, and I was not, I did not expect him to say that, but right. he did. <laughs> And then I was just, and that's when I threw in the, well, at least you got to see dinosaurs. But right. you also had James Earl Jones, Darth Vader, motherfucker, in here. I mean, yeah. I love that. That was awesome. Uh, and then you had uh, Peter Firth and my, my boy Tim Curry. I love Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anything that he's in, I love to watch. Uh, you also had, the, what is it? You, you said it yesterday. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, he's, he's, he is a, a, a phenomenal actor in his own right, but he's also, he also produced a couple of sons. Produced a couple. He has a couple of sons that are also fantastic actors. Um, uh, Bill Skarsgård is, uh, he was it. He was the okay, Pennywise. Yeah. yeah and then no, he, well, oh, you're talking about in the remake? Yeah, the remake. Okay, because I mean that's Tim Curry. Because yeah. Tim Curry was the. Oh shoot! Was and then his the son remake. went on. To, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, and then also. Yeah, and then his other son, the older one. Um, <clears throat> oh man, his first name is uh, escaping me right now. But he was in True Blood. He's been in a lot of movies as well. Um, uh, absolute heartthrob, to be honest. And uh, and he was great in True Blood as one of the the main characters. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and, and then it also had uh, Jeffrey Jones, who I, you know, I swear he's in like every movie and yeah, till his little dilemma, but uh, or his little uh, personal life problem, but. We're not gonna go there, but honestly, the movie was good, and and I I didn't love it, but I definitely didn't hate it, and I'm I'm really glad that I own it. I am, and uh, we went to Barnes Noble uh, a couple days ago, and I picked up three movies, and that was one of them. So I I am glad that I own that movie. Tell them what the other two were. Uh, the other two were uh, What Women Want with uh, Mel Gibson, which you can say whatever you want about about that. I Dude, love. It's that a movie. great movie. It is. I it love is. that movie. I mean, it, it's a it's a romantic comedy, and that's not really my genre, but I love that movie. And uh, the the other one was uh, the Clint Eastwood movie, The Outlaw Josie Wales, which neither of us have seen, mm-hmm. but this was recommended by a third party. And spoiler alert, that's going to be the movie we talk about in the next episode. So <laughs> we'll remind you at the end. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. Yeah. So um, yeah, we've both been on a western kick. So definitely looking forward yeah. to seeing that after this. I, I need to watch more westerns in my life. So that's we're gonna start with a good one, apparently. So yeah, man, I, I, I'm glad you got to see the Hunt for Red October. It definitely wasn't as good as I remembered it being, but uh, with that with that cast, it was that cool cast, to see them yeah. when they're all uh, younger. Well, kind of except for Sean Connery, he was 
he's I feel like he's been old forever but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so um yeah and uh, next up the next submarine movie we, we watch needs to be Crimson Tide with Denzel and Gene Hackman Crimson Tide and then I got to show you the Hunley yes yeah I the Hunley that, so. is about the very first submarine ever ever made back in the Civil War and uh, that was a kind of one of me and my brother's childhood favorites growing up watching that movie so yeah definitely looking forward to that but uh it's time to start the episode. It is our top 10 stoner movies. Stoner movies, man, so excited about this one because uh, there, there's so many good ones out there, and we have an excellent list for you, each of us. Uh, so, Charles, you ready to get started, brother? I love stoner movies. I love stoners, man. Let's go. Pretty good old folks. The smoker as a smoker for another joke. Got to keep it balanced and dream up your home. Number 10. For Dalton is going to be The Night Before. The Night Before came out in 2015. It's directed by Jonathan Levine. It stars Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jillian Bell, and Anthony Mackie. And it also has Michael Shannon as Mr. Green. I really love Michael Shannon, man. He um he came on in Boardwalk Empire. That was when I first saw him, and I just knew he was going to have an amazing career. Just He just had so much nuance to him, and uh, it's so cool to see him play roles like this as well, uh, which are more like comedic, and but he still has like his dark take on it. And So Michael Shannon's great. I just love that it has all of these uh, fantastic actors in it. Uh, it's 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 also a Christmas movie. It takes place uh, on Christmas Eve, so it could be on the Christmas list. But I, I, I it's they they smoke in it, and so I wanted to put it in the stoner movies because I definitely wanted to talk about it. And I also don't think it would it, it would have a chance against so many other great Christmas movies, you know. So I definitely wanted to have it on the list. So um, yeah, the night before. These guys have been friends since childhood, and as they're entering adulthood, they set out to have this memorable Christmas Eve reunion by finding the creme de la creme of Christmas parties, the Nutcracker Ball. And, uh, and so that's what it's about. You haven't seen this movie, have you? I saw oh, no, you it have once, it. like right when it came out. I haven't seen it since. I remember it being hilarious, but I just I, I need to rewatch it. Yeah, and I do too. I, I, I remembered it when I was looking at stoner mo- the list for stoner movies, and I was like, yeah, let me definitely put this on there. And, uh, and I remembered that I loved it so much, particularly for one moment and one moment only, it made the movie and uh, most people are going to remember this if they've seen this movie it's uh, it's the most fun moment of it it's when they play the kanye song runaway uh it's a badass song and and it's with the keyboard that's on the floor and anthony mackie's behind them singing the the lyrics and on this toy loudspeaker and then there's like one, this one part where he just kind of like he literally just skates by the 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 camera and it's nothing that you could do like physically a human being can't do it so he's definitely like on a skateboard or something going by and it just it cracks me up every time i see it so Um, Yeah, man, that's number 10 the night before for me. How about you? Uh, Mine would be, uh, dude, where's my car? (laughs) Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? That came out in 2000. Uh, You know, the Ashton Kutcher, Sean William Scott, they're they're both in that. There's not really any other famous people in that. I think uh, Jerry O'Connell's brother, Charlie, is in it. Uh, but it, other than that, is Seth Green um, in that? No, he's not. Okay, he's not. I don't know why. I'm I wish he was. Yeah, I don't know why. I would have made it a little bit better. Who was the leader of, of Zoltan? Who's I, that guy? Zoltan. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't oh, okay, know. I don't right. even know his name. But okay. uh, and you know, they don't really even smoke weed in this movie very much. Actually, I'm pretty sure the the dog is like the only one that you do <laughs> see smoking weed in this movie. But it's still one of the best movies to watch if you've been smoking. So I, I love that. And. Uh, couple fun facts about this movie the word car is said 62 times in this movie okay i i didn't do the counting just so you know um but uh i also found it interesting that uh seth rogan and your boy jake gyllenhaal both uh auditioned to be in this uh the lead roles in this movie no way didn't didn't get it 
Um, yeah, dude, that's Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher, though. That yeah. they they cast it. Pretty, oh they yeah, cast it, it, it was it was it was a decent movie. It's it's a ridiculous movie, but I, I like it. It's <laughs> so fun. I like it. Um, what does your tattoo like, say? Sweet. What about mine, dude? dude. What, what does, does mine, mine say? say? Sweet. What about mine, dude? And then the and then the they the just dealer. keep going back and forth and back and forth. I love the uh, the giant lady though, where like uh, she's like walking across the the like amusement park or whatever, and like the son and his kid look up and and the kid's oh, yeah. like, I want to go on that ride, daddy. And the kids like, or the dad's like, so do I, son. So, so do I. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's my number ten. Dude, where's my car? Man, excellent, excellent choice, brother. My number nine is Super Troopers. Nice. Love Super Troopers, man. Came out in 2001, directed by, uh, I'm sorry if I say his last name wrong, it's Jay Chandrasekhar. Chandrasekhar. Uh, also stars him and uh, Kevin Heffernan, Andre Vipolis. And, uh, man, it just it, it has so many iconic moments. The meow scene in the beginning with Jim Gaffigan. Uh, ooh, uh, little fun oh, yeah, fact. I love the meow scene. Yeah, a little fun fact about Jim Gaffigan in this. He plays the motorist there, and his name in the movie is uh, Larry Johnson. Who, and he also played a murder suspect on Law & Order, hmm. also named Larry Johnson. Nice. Yeah, interesting. He's played two Larry Johnsons. Um, yeah, meow, meow. And I love how he's like... Do I look like a cat to you, boy? Am I lick, am I drinking milk out of a saucer? Or am I jumping all nimbly, bimbly from tree to tree? <laughs> man, um, it's such a good movie, man. I, I swear to God, I will pistol whip the next guy who says shenanigans. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all that goofy shit on the walls? You the mean shenanigans? <laughs> oh, and then, and then they hand the pistol. To, they yeah. try to hand the pistol to the captain. Yeah, <laughs> These so snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> <laughs> man, just such a great, great um, stoner movie. They don't. I don't. I don't remember if anybody necessarily gets high in it, but it, it's about finding weed. The that monkey, the uh, with the monkey that's the logo. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's like. It looks like it's like jerking off, but it's actually a banana as his penis is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and they have like an Afghan cartoon that goes with it or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's a good uh, one. Super Troopers number nine, man. Nice. My uh, my number nine is. I'm sure this is on your list somewhere. Uh, half baked. It is. I, it, I figured. It definitely. And, you is. know, I'm I'm half baked right now. I need to get full baked. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that came out in 1998. Uh, you know, one of Dave Chappelle's greatest movies for sure. Uh, also Guillermo Diaz, uh, Jim Brewer or Brewer. And uh, Harlan Williams, um, I, I love this. I love this movie, but it's not like I don't know. It's it's good, but it's it's not amazing. It's it's kind of no, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I would give it like a, what six and a half, maybe seven out of ten, which right. which is good. It's it's definitely not like a, a, a losing score. Uh, for me, I just loved it so much because it is, was one of those movies in high school that we watched every four twenty. Is this you know? movie on your list? It is, and, and it's a it's a couple it's a couple later. So I'll talk okay. more about it when we get there. So okay, you, sure. Yeah, give us your points that I, you loved. About I do it. have a little a uh, couple fun facts. Uh, the yeah, okay. uh, the character Mary Jane in the movie, her last name is Potman. Really? I didn't realize oh, like, that. Like Potman. Yeah, but, like Potman. Pot yeah. But, <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. And I also I love all the cameos that are in this movie. So Tommy Chong is in this. Snoop Dogg, uh, Stephen Wright, the stand-up comedian, uh, is the guy on the couch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you got, showed him to me. And you got hilarious. Bob Saget going, "Marijuana's not a drug." You ever? I used to suck dick for coke. You ever suck dick for marijuana? So you get and you got Bob Saget, you got Willie Nelson, you got uh, John Stewart, and you even have some random actor oh, who yeah. looks like Jerry Garcia. Right. But Jerry Garcia is, was obviously dead. I wish that he was alive to have been in this movie. I love you, Jerry Bear, but but I, I love that they even threw that in there. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then I, I just love some of, some of the lines, man. I mean, you could quote this for days. Like, I love horses. I love butter stuff. <laughs> Buttercup. <laughs> I don't do drugs. Just weed. 
Yeah, just we. Dude, I forgot about John Stewart being in it. He, he goes, yeah. "Have you ever seen the stars? Have you ever seen the stars on, on weed?" weed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I be from Jamaica, man. Lord have mercy. What part of Jamaica? Right near the beach, boy. <laughs> I love that line. And then I also love the, the. This is the last thing I'll say. I love the. Um, I love weed. I love it. Probably always will, but not as much as I love pussy. The end. <laughs> All I want to know is, who's coming with me? Yeah, man. Who's, who's coming with me? Jan. Jan. Yeah, Jan. <laughs> and then, like, right before they, they exit the store, he's like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? Um, You know, I would, but I'm gay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, big dyke. What's that like? <laughs> what's that like? <laughs> man, the nice. what's that like cracks me I know, up. right? So, it's a good movie. It's yeah, have faith. So when we get to that part, well, I'll, I'll blaze through it real fast. But um, So that was your number nine. We're no, on number, number nine. Number eight for me is another movie that I watched every 420 back in my high school days. Uh, we literally, it would be How High and then Half Baked or Vice, you know, or one of one of them would be first and then immediately we would turn around and watch the next one. And it is How High. That's my number eight. No way. Yeah. All right. Well, we, let's talk about it, man. Nice. So nice. it came out in 2001, directed by Jesse Dillon, stars Method Man and Red Man, as we all know. Um, they they basically get this special strand of marijuana that uh, elevates their 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 uh, brain their IQ essentially and they're able to pass their college ex- uh, college entrance exam yep. yeah so uh, very funny what do you have to say about uh, it well uh, you you also forgot you got Mike Epps in that movie you got Fred Willard yes uh, yeah yeah here comes Jeffrey Jones again he's making another oh, appearance shit. in another freaking movie and then I, I love uh, Lark Voorhees if you ever watched yeah. Saved by the Bell it's yeah Lark Voorhees Lisa Turtle it, she her her last name spelled differently. But it's Voorhees, just like you know Jason Voorhees, which right. is great. Yeah, spelled differently, but yeah. But my, my favorite part uh, is when uh, Red Man is is sleeping, and Method Man tries to wake him up with like loud music, and he starts playing Duhast by the yes. uh, by Ramstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yes, I have an awesome story about that. Nice. Uh, I used to live in Alabama with JL. And uh, we were roommates, and he uh, he woke me up on my 23rd birthday that way, blasting really? Duhast while smoking. He didn't have a blunt like they do in the movie, but he's smoking a bowl, and he blew it into my face. Right. I, and I wake up to – on my it's my 23rd birthday. You know, I go to sleep. You know, tomorrow's my birthday. I'm excited. I wake up sure. to that. Man, it was the perfect way to start my birthday. Uh, I cherish that moment so, so much. That's why JL is such a great friend. That's, that's hilarious. But, yeah. yeah, I just love that. Like, nothing – the music didn't wake him up, but, like, as soon as he blew smoking his face yes. he gets right up and he's like oh yeah pass me that shit <laughs> uh, yeah he, he like kind of he, he like he like has he's in this trance like yeah and he just goes towards the wafting smoke <laughs> yeah, i love that <laughs> yeah i like so. i love stroke toke stroke toke stroke toke <laughs> oh, in the rowboats <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. As he's the, like going on the for rowing team. team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so nice. funny man um yeah so that, that dude yeah just uh how high such a good movie uh can't miss it on 420. So that was that was both of our number eights. I'll, I'll go to number seven. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, for me, that was uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High. Nice, nice. That's you, also on, is this on your list? It is actually number five for me. It's in my okay. top five. So I have a lot to say about this. Okay. So, um, yeah, we'll, let's just do it together. You, uh, you go ahead. Well, I, all I was going to say, you know, it's uh, it came out in 1982. It's got mm-hmm. Sean Penn, who plays, like, the best stoner you'll ever see. Uh, in, in a movie, uh, it's also got Judge Reinhold, who I I love because of like he was in Gremlins and Beverly Hills Cop movies and all yeah, that. Yeah, he's great in that. Uh, you got Jennifer Jason Lee and uh, Forrest Whitaker as well. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. Yeah, I didn't. I'm surprised you did. Awesome, dude. So I have a fun fact that I read about for Fast Times, and it's in the scene where Judge Reinhold is in the bathroom masturbating. Yeah, and you know to the girl in the oh, pool. Oh, Phoebe Cates. That, and then that's she a... and then she walks in. Right. Uh-huh. So 
He was actually while filming this. So it, when they were filming the scene, he was actually stroking a massive dildo. Whoa. And and the girl uh, played by Phoebe Cates had no idea. Uh, so her look of disgust is like very genuine. Oh, cool, man! I didn't know that. Also, like, and now that you know that, go watch that scene again. It, it makes it even better. <laughs> it's hilarious knowing that. Um, awesome. And then a, another little thing was uh, did, uh, when Sean Penn and a bunch of guys get out of the van before prom and all yeah, that with all the smoke. smoke. Uh-huh. That was actually they were actually smoking weed in that van. No way. A- according to the director. Yeah. Oh, I love so it. That's, and the, and, I that was and cool. the director is a female, Amy Heckerling. I, I, I love, there's a couple of movies on here that were directed by females. Uh, Half-Baked was also directed by a female, Tamara Davis. Really? Yeah. It's, it's really cool to see females, direct, I mean, directing a period, but also directing like stoner movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Nicolas Cage was in this movie? In, in Fast Times? Yes. Uh, it no. was his first paid role. Uh, he was 17. He actually lied about his age and tried to get a, a bigger part. Oh, so he Mila kunis it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but then the uh, directors and producers found out that he lied about his age, and they literally like he. I don't even know if he has a line. I'm not. I can't remember. Huh. But he's basically just one of the line cooks where Judge Reinhold works. At that, I little think I did know that. Burger place. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't remember even seeing. I, I it. can see his face. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was also the first time. So that was his first paid role, and uh, it was the first time and only time that he ever went by Nicholas Coppola, which uh, I'm assuming yeah, is his real name. Uh, it's uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, oh, he, he's well. his nephew. Did you not? Did you know that? No. He, uh, yeah, he went by it in that, and then he changed his name because he didn't want nepotism to be. Uh, he didn't want to get roles because he was Francis Ford Coppola's uh, nephew. Interesting. I think Francis Ford Coppola uh, did. Uh, I think I'm gonna be wrong about this. I think I think it was someone else, but I think he did uh, Apocalypse Now. Uh, I think so, hmm. but I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm wrong about that. Um, if it's if it's not him, it's another really really great. Get uh, your movie facts facts from the movie guys, but we don't really know hey, about the facts. I have prefaced <laughs> this in previous episodes, and I'm not an expert. I just love talking about movies. But I guarantee True. you, give me like 20 episodes, and I will be on my way to an expert. I promise, man. Because the more I look up, the more I retain, and the more I'm finding how much I truly love movies. Like I, it, yeah. just finding all these intricacies, in, 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 intricacies. In, in, damn it, <laughs> intricacies. There we go. Nice. I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Look at you saying the. Intricacies. English language. I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, thanks, brother. That's a difficult word, man. It so, is. It is. I um, was going to say, uh, my, my favorite line in this movie is honestly just the, this is U.S. history. I see the globe right there. <laughs> man, I love it. Aloha, <laughs> Mr. Hand. <laughs> Sean Penn as the quintessential stoner surfer dude is great in this movie. When he orders the pizza to mm, be delivered mm-hmm. to the class. Oh, right here, man. <laughs> so funny. Um, Forrest Whitaker yeah, is in this as the football star. And yeah. he wrecks his car with Spicoli. Uh, that part was crazy. Uh, I love the dynamic of uh, – I hated it at first. I've seen this movie like five times. The first couple times I hated it, and then I just came to love it, that dynamic between uh, Robert Rom- uh, Romanus and Brian Backer as Mike Damone and Rat, um, with, with Mike Damone teaching him how to like go on the first date and to play that like s- side two or side B of the Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin tape. Yep. And, yeah, and how he does it, but it, Rat's just – he's not doing it well at all. And then he leaves his wallet at home, and, it, and uh, all, just his first date goes terribly – it gave us the Phoebe Cates pull scene, and uh, one and uh, a big thing that I wanted to mention here is uh, it, coming down to the soundtrack. I don't talk about soundtracks very much. Um, I, I've started to notice them a lot more, especially this year. That it's become a thing for me watching movies, enjoying the soundtrack, and the way that they incorporate music and and sounds in general into movies. Uh, when Romanus, uh, as Mike Delone, as Mike Damone, he he goes to uh, he takes Stacy, who Rat wants. He takes her to the point, and they and he takes her virginity in the dugout. And that song 
Somebody's Baby by Brown starts playing. Somebody's baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's gonna be somebody. Right, shit, I I'm pretty sure shit, they played they played that song like 18 times in that movie. I, I think that's the first time they play it. They definitely play it again with when when if Rat not, is about to sleep I, with her. I was about her. to say, if it's not that song, there's one song in that movie that literally like it's all it's like the entire soundtrack for that movie. Yeah, I I, I but hey man, it, it's it takes place in you know I think I mean I guess it takes place in the eighties. It, it was eighty three. I don't know if it necessarily 82. takes place in the eighties. Eighty two. Oh, eighty two. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't necessarily know if it takes place in the eighties. Might you know might have been in seventies uh, or whatever. But um, just whenever whenever a, a, a movie takes place in like the seventies or eighties, I love I always love the soundtrack because the that was such those are such good decades for music. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's. Uh, that is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Do you have any anything further you want to talk about with it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm pretty set on Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Cool. Other than if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Great of course. Uh, that was your number seven. That was my number seven. Okay, so, so my number, number seven, seven is gonna be very quick. It is half baked. So nice. um, yeah, we've definitely already talked about it. Uh, Mary Jane, played by Rachel True. I wanted to make sure I say her name because mm, she is oh she's she's so good looking in that movie. Mary Jane Popman. Mary Jane Popman, of course, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean that, yeah, I mean we've already talked about it. So yeah, my number seven was half baked. So, uh, Dave Chappelle, oh, one thing I want to mention in that is Dave Chappelle also playing the drug dealer is hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was, Mr. Nice Guy or something like that? Uh, I, uh, no, I or don't no, think. That's, that was Mr. Their... Nice Guy is the, the older uh, gentleman, uh, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I forget I forget what Dave Chappelle's uh, uh, weed guy's name is. Uh, might be Mr. Nice Guy. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think it was, yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I don't I thought Mr. I haven't celebrated 420 okay. in a while. Either Mr. Nice Guy was the weed dealer or it was like their brand when they started selling weed. Oh, it was, I think it was their brand. Yeah, I with the smiley faces yeah. on that. Yeah. There they we start go. handing out free bags and free mm. joints and stuff yeah. at like clubs and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I want to be at that nightclub. Uh, so yeah. it's just like, hey man, try my new weed. <laughs> and then okay. they, they smoke that weed and then they go fly to see Jim oh, yeah. Brewer's character the in dog prison. Does it too. Yeah, the dog's with him. <laughs> It's hilarious. Oh, man. Um, so, so um, number six, brother. Number six. My number six, you're, it's probably on your list somewhere. Dazed and Confused. It's my number six. It's your number six. Yeah. We just talked about Fast Times, Ridge My High. Great, uh, inter- you know, great uh, segue into Dazed and Confused. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, that came out in 1993. It's got Jason London, Wiley Wiggins, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew the McConaughey. wonderful. All right, all right, all right. All right, Matthew all right. McConaughey. I get older. They stay the same age. That's what I love about them high school girls. Ben Affleck's in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Joey Lauren Adams, Adam Goldberg, and yeah, Ben Affleck. And Mia jo- Jovovich of Resident Evil fame. It's such a... I mean, it, this movie is like pretty much why everybody that wants to live in like... That wish that they could grow up in the 60s and 70s. This is why. I mean, right. at least for me. Because, you know, this came out when I was like three years old. So when I watched it, I was right, like... Right, yeah. It's one of the... First times I was like, I wish I grew up in that time zone, man. Mm. But I found it interesting. I read that uh, so one sixth of the budget was used just to gain the rights to all of the songs, the 1970s music really? that they played in that movie. And I, I bet, sixth. I bet like seven tenths of that went to just playing uh, Aerosmith at the end, right? <laughs> Which that's a cool little fun fact. Did you know that? So in the very beginning, uh, it opens with an Aerosmith song, and then at the end of the movie, they're talking about going to an Aerosmith concert. Uh-huh, yeah, so and, then it, and, it, and it ends with uh, with Aerosmith. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What what song does it end with? Like, it's escaping me at the moment. Is it? Well, I know it's it not opens with Slow Ride, which it is, ends with Slow Ride. Oh, but then. that's Foghead, it's... isn't it? Slow oh yeah, wait. So I guess it doesn't open with that. Maybe that's the second song. Oh they use. balls! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this whole time I thought that was uh, Aerosmith. No, that's I mean, I, I, they definitely okay. They're on their way to the Aerosmith concert at the end. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Moving on. Another little fun fact: uh, the word "man" 
is said 203 times in this film. This one I actually sat down and counted. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. <laughs> um, and Wiley Wiggins, uh, the, the the young, like, uh, he's about to be a freshman in this movie. I'm guessing he touches his face like 7,412 times. Because oh, this yes! motherfucker... Yes! He, it's so annoying. Yes! Watch that movie. If you've already seen the movie, watch it again. And just just don't make it a drinking game because you will you will black out yeah, in like the first ass. five minutes. I'm so glad you noticed that. I noticed, uh, yep. especially in the scene when they're outside of like the convenience store and Matthew McConaughey's talking to him. Oh my gosh! Like I think it's thirty-three times when I think that was an actual counted number on IMDb's trivia for this movie. But it's so I notice it. It pissed me off. It's man. So annoying. I hate it. It's so annoying. I hate it. Like that's if I could take out one thing of this movie, I would just take out that kid because he just yeah. Ugh, he's always constantly brushing his hair out of his face mm-hmm. and squeezing his nose and brushing his nose and wiping his face and ah, oh, it's annoying. This movie is not about him. It is about. Everybody else. <laughs> it is about all that whole uh, supporting guys. Isn't Rory Cochran in it as well? He's the he's the like long haired guy. He ended up being on Twenty Four. He was like the CTU. Oh, uh, uh, what is his character's name? Uh, I forget uh, that. But. Uh, Slate, not Slater. What is it? Uh, that sounds right though. It's something with an S. Now, damn it, I can't remember. But. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah, hey man, you got a joint? Be a lot cooler if you did. For <laughs> yeah. sure, man. Um, man, for me, that this actually wasn't too far off from my high school. Uh, what my high school looked like, at least the last couple of years. And we, you know, we were just looking for the next time we get high, hanging out at a popular spot. It, sometimes it was Sonic. Uh, other times it was over at the river. We we're just trying to go to house parties, just trying to have a good time, man. Slater was his name. Slater. Yeah. Oh, Slater. 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 Yeah. Anyway. And yeah. also, this movie, it gave me and, and my friends in high school the idea of going mailbox bashing. Mm. Did you ever go with us to do that? No. Okay. Well, JL definitely went. Alex went. The, uh, they, they, they go and they do the mailbox bashing in this. And we went. We would go over to Parkview's area, and we would mailbox bash out the uh, – someone would be in the bed of my truck, and, and we'd try to uh, knock off mailboxes. And that cost me two different – not one, but two different windows in my truck. Well, it's this, it was the same window that we bashed out, but uh, two different times. So, yeah, uh, karma was served on me and my friends, especially me. Well, and I think one of my favorite lines of that movie is, um, imagine how many people are out there fucking right now, man, just going at it. Yeah. (laughs) Because every time he says that, I I start to think of that. Like, that's true. I wonder how many people are having sex right now. Good for them. Yeah. Every every time I I hear him say that, I wonder. (laughs) I mean, it's a big world we got, all right? We got 7 billion people in this world. I wonder how many are actually enjoying it. Yeah, in in the heat of the moment, <laughs> open your eyes. She's gonna be somebody's baby. And then I like at the very end when they're uh, they're on the football uh, field. At, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. After the party's over and stuff, and they're they're like they're throwing the keys. And he's like, marijuana on one, reefer on two. <laughs> 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 and uh, man, uh, and you definitely mentioned the soundtrack for this. What, the, you're talking about the soundtrack for this, right? Or was that Fast Times? I can't remember now. The the soundtrack that it cost us six of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. that was yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. I loved. Um, is that Tom Petty who who sings uh, uh, American Girl? Yeah, uh, yeah, was yeah. An American Girl. Yeah, they play that like three or four times in this movie, but it's perfect for this movie. It, it ca- encapsulates that time period and encapsulates the feel of the movie. So that was definitely a, a very well used song in this. Before we get into our top five, put your hands together because it's time for a quote from Charles and a fun fact from Dalton. Sit down and take a seat with the good old folks. The smoker as a smoker for another joke. Got to keep it balanced and dream of your home. Ambrose Beers once said, War is God's way of teaching Americans geography.
Some random person once did a study that found that the longest flight of a chicken is 13 seconds. And now, it's time for the top five stoner movies. And my number five is the movie Friday. Friday, awesome choice, man. Yeah, nice. you, you don't you don't have this on your list? No, I don't. I don't, and uh, only because I just loved all these other movies so much. It was hard. It it it, it was hard to pick, and uh, it just didn't make the cut. That's all. Well, that's all right. I'm glad I got. To, uh, I'm glad one of us is talking about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, number five pick Friday. Uh, this came out in 1995. Uh, it has Ice Cube. Chris Tucker, uh, John Witherspoon, Regina King, and uh, Bernie Mac even makes a cameo, and I, I love Bernie Mac in that when he's Bernie like, Mac's awesome, man. yeah. And then the little the little guy comes in, he, like he's fucking yeah. the little guy's wife, and he yep. comes in and like he's running away from the little guy. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. The little person, I should say. How did anyway. you get fired on your day off? <laughs> right. I, lo- I love this movie so much. Uh, if you can believe it, this movie was filmed in twenty days. Really fun little fact. I it wasn't just filmed on a Friday, yeah, right? Yeah, but Dang, I, I, thought that, I thought that was really impressive. I also found it a little, uh, a little, a little uh, disheartening or a little scary, I guess I should say that uh, this movie was filmed in a neighborhood in Southern California in an area highly populated by the Crips, really uh, the gang, uh, the street gang, uh, and therefore the entire cast and crew was not allowed to wear any red clothing. Like oh, for yeah, the entire makes... shooting of the film, because otherwise, right, <laughs> they'd be shooting on the film set. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought that was crazy, but um, nice fact. I know, right? But I, I love this movie, and I, I love some of Chris Tucker's lines, and he's hilarious in this movie. Uh, you know, he's like, "Man, I got mind control over Debo." He'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" But when he or uh, and I'd be quiet, but when he leave. I'd be talking again. <laughs> I love that shit, man. Like, that's so man, great. That's, that movie has, it, it's it's in Friday, right, where he has, like, you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was that one or Friday after next. Puff, puff, give. Puff, puff, give. You're fucking up the rotation. <laughs> Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. Take advantage. I love that movie, man. Uh, if you haven't seen Friday, it's a, it's a great, great movie. Um, you know, and, and, and I love that Ice Cube doesn't he he doesn't smoke at all in the movie, and eventually he's like, all right, Chris Tucker's getting fucking annoying. I'm I'll just smoke weed with you, that's, man. Yeah, fine, <laughs> fine. But anyway, that's my number five. Excellent, excellent choice, man. I'm I'm glad that was on your list for sure, so we could talk about it. Yeah. Uh, for me, number five, we've already talked about. So um, it was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It definitely made my top five because that that was one that as soon as I saw it, I watched it like four or five times immediately after that. So, um, yeah, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. We, again, we've already talked about it. Just well, such and, a great story. Speaking such of that again, I, I don't know if we mentioned this before when we were talking about it, but they don't really smoke a lot of weed in that movie, do they? I mean, just Piccoli, you know. But yeah, I don't, just yeah, him. I don't but. think there's a lot. I mean, in, in, in a few of these movies that I, that I have on my list, man, they don't. there's, there's not a lot of pot smoking, but they're just – and you said it before. These are also – all of the – every single one of these movies are great. If you're if you partake if you, in the marijuana, yeah. you know, right, it, right. It, they're all great when uh, watching it, uh, it under the influence, and uh, and then obviously some definitely have smoking in them and are about smoking. So uh, number four for me, is yes, that, okay. Uh, my number four is Grandma's Boy. So is mine. Oh, dude, we have like the same list. I love this. Yeah, all yeah, right, awesome. This isn't gonna be the case like every time. Right. Once we start branching out into like different types of genres. Well, there's but... only like really, there's only like 18 awesome stoner movies. So yeah. like we're gonna have the same, a lot of the same. In the... You know, you know what people are gonna be. Well, it might be on your list. It's not on mine. People might be really mad about a, li- a movie that I leave off mine. We can talk about it later. But um, yeah, people might be a little upset about that. I just didn't like it. But we'll, it, anyway, anyway. So, Grandma's Boy, man. Grandma's Boy. 2006? Yeah, 2006. Alan Covert, 
Linda Cardellini, who oh, I yes. love. She is mm, mm, yummy. Mm, Velma. Even though I was a Daphne yeah, guy. She... My glasses. I can't see without <laughs> my glasses. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you got Peter Dante, which I love when he's just he's like so great in that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, your ass is tanner than my face. <laughs> Doris Roberts is in this, who she's wonderful. She plays the grandma. Uh, you got Nick Swartzen, Jonah Hill. I know. Gets to I, suck Jonah on a Hill's titty for this. thirteen hours. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh Joel David Moore and uh, Kevin Nealon is great as well. Um, he is. It's like the 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 tea drinking, like meditating boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really don't have. I mean, this is just a hilarious freaking movie. I just have a fun, a few uh, fun facts for this as well. Okay. Uh, in every pot smoking scene, Peter Dante was given fake weed to pack into the bong, but then he just replaced it with his own stash. Awesome. So he was actually smoking real weed. In the That's movie, what I'm talking which is, about. Just cool. Uh, 420 is the house number of Alex's house at the beginning uh, of the movie, and uh, it's also the score he gets when he's playing the Frog Bug video game. Oh, That's cool. his final score, it's 420. So they threw that in there as a little great. Easter egg. Um, but I just, this movie is so fucking quotable. Like, I I quote this with my, my friends all the time. All right, you know, like lay the, some on me, man. Dude, your car is a bed. Yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car. <laughs> I know. So great. That's the first thing I think of when I think of this movie is that fucking bed. I love that scene, man. He's yeah. like, hey, my, my my roommates are thinking about getting me uh, like a CV radio or like or some or some really nice rims to go with it. I'm just like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> but um, I also love like the I, I love uh, who is it? Dan Schneider in the very beginning. He's he's barely in this movie, but he's like, this is bullshit. It's it's like Cypress Kill uh, Cypress Hill concert in here. I don't rent to those kinds of people. <laughs> he's like. Uh, Alex, you forgot smoking lamp. I'm sorry, was that expensive piece? After he throws it on the ground and shatters his bong. It's like, you never throw a bong, kid. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, and man. My, um, my, sorry, yeah. My, the last oh, thing I'm going to say, this is the very last thing I'm going to say about Grandma's Boy. This is my favorite part. It's so ridiculous, but it's when they have that huge house party at the grandma's house. And yeah. even the, the old ladies are smoking weed. Oh, yeah. And, and they, they get, get so high, stoned. Yeah. And they don't even, or actually, they just drink it. Yeah, they drink the, they drink like his bong water or something, yeah, something right? Like, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, but. Um, no, I think they, she, 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 she uses his weed for tea leaves or right. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I love the part where she's like, who wants some cereal? And then the, the nerdy guy's like, yeah, Colonel Crackers is the best. And then she, the grandma's like, oh, I just wish he would hop off the box and hang out with us. I think he's so cute. And the nerd's like, I guess I'm not high enough to get that one. And she's like, you know what else you're not going to get? The Colonel. And then she hands the bowl of cereal to like this big biker dude. And he's just like. Sucks to be you, nerd. <laughs> it's my favorite fucking part of the movie. I love it. It cracks me up every time. Oh, man. You're so right. That was such a good part. Um, <laughs> the I, 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 uh, Final little button on this is uh, jo- uh, Joel David Moore, man, playing JP with that awkward robot voice. He was great, man. Mm. That, that, that was such a surprise to me to see him uh, in this movie and to just play that character and just commit to it. He was hilarious. So number four. Grandma's boy for both of us. I love it. Um, now we're in our top three, so it is time. Number three for you, my friend. Number three for me is 
Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Is that your number three as well? It is my number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I could see how. I definitely can. Oh, dude, this this movie, like, define. this was my favorite. Catch Me If You Can is my all-time, like, favorite movie. Like, right. dramatic, like, when it comes to, like, acting and, and uh, <laughs> storytelling and, and just film as an art. This is my favorite movie to just watch, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this I is love very quotable as well. Oh, man, we got so many quotes. We got so many quotes. Do you want to play? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Do you want to play Battleships? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You skank, you sank my destroyer. <laughs> oh, you sank my battleship. Yeah, that's awful. And White Castle should be right around the corner. <laughs> and it's like Burger Shack or something. Dude, we're so high right now. We're not low. We're not. Dude, um, in, in comedies, we talked about, um, I, I, I mentioned Wedding Crashers, and you remember when I, I talked about doing that monologue that Vince Vaughn does in the very beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For my um, audition into high school theater? Well, you had to do two monologues. My second monologue was the right before they go on the hang glider to White Castle. Oh, really? Where, where Kumar's talking about, like, do, do you think our parents came to this country dreaming of, uh, you know, and they were, they were dreaming of onions and pickles bursting with flavor and that that whole like that yeah. whole yeah i did that monologue i love that well. hang gliding scene that's a great one those um, are the two monologues i did for high school theater i did not give a fuck i i can't believe i got into that program <laughs> <laughs> i also love the commercial in the beginning of the movie yeah you know where, where he's like it's like I'm so high right now. Nothing can hurt me. And his friend's like, no. no. And he like puts a shotgun in his mouth and pulls the trigger. Marijuana kills. <laughs> I love this shit. I love this shit. Yeah. And also in the beginning when uh, when Kumar comes out of the bathroom after um, after uh, Harold gets uh, gets in and he's uh, and he's he's using his nose hair trimmers. Oh and yeah. He's like, Dude, I. I I trip my nose hairs with those, and then and then he like drops them, and they get stuck in the floor, and they both just kind of look at it, and <laughs> yeah. then it just moves on. Yeah, it just, it just goes moves on. Yeah. on. It's like an awkward silence for like a second and a half, and then it's like, all right, now onto the next scene. Yeah, yeah. Right. and then it goes into that scene like yeah. where they're smoking the weed, and they see the White Castle commercial. Yeah, and and I will tell you what else makes this movie for me is the uh, the the two Jews, uh, Rosenberg and Goldstein. I love uh, who were played by uh, David Crumholtz and uh, Eddie K. Thomas, uh-huh. and I just I love them in this movie where uh, especially that one part where they're watching the katie holmes movie and uh, he's <laughs> yeah. like this movie this movie makes no sense she's possessed she's not possessed that rack better be stacked oh tits those aren't real yes they are Dude, this, movie, this movie has so many moments like uh in in the bush when he's taking a piss oh yeah and, that guy and it's like he's like he's just all of a sudden there he's just they're out in the middle of nowhere and kumar's taking a piss and then out comes i think it's jamie kennedy it's, yeah yeah and and and, he, and he's like Nice bush. Man, we said nice bush to each other in high school for like months after that. Right. Nice bush. Hey. What are you, the king of the forest? You're king of the forest? You're king of the forest. You own this bush? You're going to be on it? No one else does? And then Kumar gets back in the car. Yeah. And he just kind of like shakes it off. Yeah, he just, never mind. I and was going to tell you something, uh, Harold, but never mind. Yeah. And then, and then the raccoon's in the car and it attacks Harold. And then he, they, and then he, th- and it's so obviously a fake raccoon. And then they right. throw it out the window, and the <laughs> raccoon just stays there, stays there, like suspended. Yeah. And then it <laughs> flies away. And then, uh, and, and then, the raccoon, like, oh, but the raccoon also like makes like a face. It's like, ah! right, <laughs> it makes yeah. like a human face. It's hilarious. And then uh, shortly after that, I think they uh, they almost run into Goldstein and, and yeah, the and cars Rosenberg. spin out. And, then and, and and I love it, Goldstein, yeah, Harold. And then and then Kumar's just like, dude, how are Katie Holmes' tits? <laughs> you know the Holocaust? Yeah. Picture the exact opposite of that. 
Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when they when they get high and they ride the cheetah that escaped from the zoo, mm-hmm. and then they, they see Neil Patrick Harris, who, who, oh my gosh, fun fact about that, they they wrote in him, they wrote him into it as a character, but they were going to cast someone else, and MPH found out about it and asked to play it. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and that was my first time seeing him. And That's then to awesome. go on to see, uh, uh, spoiler alert for my favorite um, ever sitcoms, uh, How I Met Your Mother, uh, he was great in that, so it was just so cool to see his career and to see that he, uh, for me, that's when I first saw him. Uh, he started in my life in Hilton uh, Kumar Go to White Castle. Man, there's so many other ones. That, dude, oh, they run into so many different people. That, definitely. They, How about we uh, go back to your number three, and then when we get to your yeah, number okay, one, we'll okay, we'll go right okay. back into Harold and Kumar because it is just it is so one of the best stories of like, all time. Like if not six other things about it. So yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Cool. All right. We'll take all a right. break from Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. We'll come back. All right, I mean, dude, we're going from that one into another great one. If people, if, if listeners have uh, seen this, they are going to be like, yep, yep. It's uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's it's a stoner movie. Uh, I was high the first time I ever saw it, so that's definitely why I'm putting it on there. But also weed, cocaine, like every kind of drug is like in this movie. He, nice. he gets on them and then gets off of them. And, and um, man, watching that movie... Uh, when you are stoned, it, it is so much funnier. It's already a hilarious movie, but man, I just I had such a great time watching this movie. It's 2007, directed by Jake Kazan, starring John C. Riley. This was like his first time that I got to see him as a leading man. He you know he was from like Talladega Nights, and he was like number two to Will Ferrell, and um, you know other movies in that he had smaller roles. And so this was like my first time seeing him as a leading uh, character, and he killed it. Jenna Fisher's in it from who was Pam in the Office, and she kills it as well. Uh, Tim Meadows, oh, I, like I really enjoyed him in it. Life made him tough. Love made him strong. Music made him hard. <laughs> That's the tagline for this I, movie. I love dude. That. The music is great, and it's often very funny. If you listen to the lyrics, it's very uh, satirical on like the biopic genre. It definitely uh, makes fun of movies like Ray and Walk the Line, Joaquin Phoenix as uh, as uh, Johnny Cash and Ray and um, Jamie Foxx as Ray Charles. So. Uh, also, uh, one other thing I wanted to say about this movie, uh, definitely, out of all of these movies, if you haven't seen, uh, that, that you haven't seen, that you've heard me talk about, this is the one that I would recommend you, even more than Harold and Kumar, I would recommend you go see this one first, nice. because it's yeah. just such a funny and amazing movie, um, and normally satires and, like, spoof movies, are uh, it's hard to make them, this one knocked it out of the fucking park, and it's Judd Apatow, so what, yeah. do, you, what do you expect? So I'm going to read the IM, IMDB synopsis, and then that's, what, that's all I'm going to say about this, unless okay. you have some things, all right? No. The up and down and up again story of musician Dewey Cox, whose songs would change a nation. On his rock and roll spiral, Cox sleeps with 411 women, marries three times, has 36 kids, stars in his own 70s TV show, collects friends ranging from Elvis to the Beatles to a chimp, and gets addicted to, and then kicks, every drug known to man. But, despite it all, Cox grows into a national icon and eventually earns the love of a good woman, longtime backup singer Darlene. I love it, man. I love it. That's it's all you need movie, to know, man. And I and I own that one as well. I think I own every single movie we've talked about today so far. Yeah, 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 definitely. I I remember I, a lot of these when we were over at your house earlier. <laughs> I uh, I saw a lot of these in the uh, in your uh, stash. And that was your number three. Number trace. Nice. All right. Are you done with that? I, I'm done. Unless you have anything that you wanted to add about Walkhart. Nope. Well, also Paul Rudd's in it as one of the Beatles. I forget which one. I, I want to say John Lennon. Uh, he was hilarious too. So, I yeah. love Paul Rudd. Uh, my number two uh, is Pineapple Express. That's my number two. Dude, I told you, man, we had the same list. Man, it, honestly, I, I, Harold and Kumar was number one, but I did consider Pineapple Express uh, for, for a little I, bit. I also did until I remembered my number one. It's actually probably the oldest. It's easily the oldest out of all of we'll our get, top we'll tens. We'll oh, I know, what you're, I, know, I know what your number one is. But yeah. I fucking yeah. love that movie, but we'll get there. Yeah, I'm going to give um, him the snickle fritz. <laughs> the snickle fritz. Chris, you told him I, I have... He had, 
You told him I had Percocets? Chris. <laughs> Came to the wrong place, my friend. Wrong place. What's that? Hey, oh, yeah, dude. I just remember this quote. Um, It's, uh, oh, dang it. Who's, uh, I forget the guy's name. The guy who's also in the office, the big black guy. Who's one of the like uh, the thugs, the two thugs? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you talking? Wait, Craig, Craig, Craig T. Robinson. Robinson, Craig Robinson, Craig, yeah, Craig T. Robinson, yeah. Um, it, when he's like, "Hey, you want my jacket? Smell no good." good. <laughs> I love that. That's nah, not my style. You ain't got no style, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this movie came out in 2008. It's got Seth Rogen, who apparently I sound like, uh, which I can do his laugh if you guys want to hear it. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's my best attempt at it. Uh, it's also got James Franco, Danny yep. McBride, Gary Cole. We said Craig Robinson, and then uh, Rosie Perez, who, uh, if you know who that is, she was also mm. in uh, White Man Can't Jump. I love was her in she that. Really? Yeah, she's the girl. She's the uh, girlfriend of um, what's his face? What's the main character. No, the other uh, guy. Woody uh, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yes, thank you. And she's the one that goes on Jeopardy and wins. Oh shit! I haven't seen that movie in a minute. That's dude. an awesome movie. It is. Yeah. But, I have some fun facts, and I, I do have some quotes. Go figure. Um, so, fun fact, Seth Rogen rolled every single joint and cross joint in the film, of course. Uh, Seth Rogen also wrote the script for this movie in 2001, but he was still relatively new in Hollywood, and uh, he couldn't get it approved until he got bigger roles uh, in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin and Knocked Up. So, yeah, yeah. And then he eventually he... He got the money, and mm. they wanted $50 million. They only got 25 because it was about drugs and stuff, but still. This and is, then, this is 2008. This was like the year after Superbad. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, also, uh, Seth Rogen also originally wrote Saul's character, the, 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 his dealer, uh, to be played by, him, by himself. He, he wanted to play that role. And it wasn't until the table read with the whole uh, crew when he realized that James Franco should actually play that, that part. Ironically, James Franco doesn't even smoke weed in real life. Really? Yeah, he doesn't. That actually surprises me, but that's cool to hear at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I just, I could quote this fucking movie. Oh my like, gosh, Danny McBride day. trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love what? the, um, yeah. where he's just like, uh, man, you get, you get to sit around and smoke weed all day. I wish I had that job where I could just sit around, smoke weed all day. He's like, are, are, are you kidding? You do have that job. You, you do sit around and smoke weed all day. He's like, hey, you're right. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> he like, thanks him for it afterward. I love that. And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, it's almost a shame to smoke it. It's like killing a unicorn with a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't James Frank, isn't um, his character uh, watching like Golden Girls or something? Oh, in his yeah, the hurricane season's over. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. He like says it later, and and I love this uh, really long little thing about weed that uh, James Franco says, where he's like, "This is like if that blue oyster shit met that Afghan Kush I had, and they had a baby, and then meanwhile that crazy Northern Light stuff I had, and the super red espresso snowflake met and had a baby, and by some miracle those two babies met and hey. fucked." <laughs> and I love it. He like he like humps the air and fucked. <laughs> this would be the shit that they birthed. And then, like, Seth Rogen's just like, wow, this is the product of baby fucking. Yeah. <laughs> fucking that, that sounded movie. like Seth Rogen. Yeah, you can't I, do it. Yeah. I know. I, 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 that's just one of my uh, voices that for some reason I can do really well. And I also, one more line that I'm going to say is, uh, I was aiming for that tree. What tree? That one. <laughs> Why'd you smash it on a rock like a normal person? 
I don't know. How often does someone smash things? I'm rusty. <laughs> I fucking love that whole scene in the woods. That whole scene in the woods is awesome. <laughs> and that cop chase where like he kick, he tries to kick out the window, but yeah. then his foot just gets stuck in the windshield. Right, yeah. <laughs> and also when he's like blowing smoke in the flashlight when they're in the woods, and he's just like, and he's like fucking with the smoke or whatever, and this giant moth like attacks him. He's like, ah! <laughs> he just screams like a little girl. <laughs> oh man, what a great movie! Go watch Pineapple Express. Yes. If, even if you've seen it, go watch it again. Man, we need to watch that again. It is awesome. Man, last thing I want to talk about that, uh, say about that is the very beginning. You know when Seth Rogen's character is serving people those papers, and, and he uh, he's, he pretends to be like a nurse or whatever. Oh yeah. And uh, man, that's some real shit. My dad was a private investigator, and he has a whole trunk full of not necessarily like costumes, but different hats that he would put on for like he's a process server. <laughs> Whatever. Well, my well, my dad was a PI, so he did multiple things, but that was one of his uh, one of the yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the many responsibilities that he had. And um, he would be he would be tasked with trying to find certain people and then serve them with divorce papers or you know summons papers or whatever, what have you. And and dude, these people know that they know they know that there's a you know that they're supposed to be getting some papers, and so they'll try everything. They'll move. They'll stay at friends' places. Oh, yeah. So it takes some Definitely. really thorough investigation and uh, and some crafty detective work. And uh, and so you, sometimes you got to pretend to be someone to get where you need to be. Like my dad mm. had to sneak into like a waste management pl- uh, uh, plant once, and he pretended to be one of the foremen or, or whatever. Dang. And and he served the dude his papers. Man, yeah. My dad, I my dad could tell some stories. Dude. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. And uh, and when when. Seth Rogen tells him that he's a process server or whatever. He's like, you're a process servant? A servant? You sh- like a butler? You shine shoes? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Oh, man. So that's both of our number two, Pineapple Express. Yep, uh, and my number one, it's actually not Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. It's The Last Airbender. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm, I only say that because that's the only way to even remotely enjoy that movie is to be fucking stoned off your ass. The movie was terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I didn't see it. Unless are we talking about the original one, the, the, the last, the, the like live action one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I was like sixteen, I think, or something around there, and I look nothing like the character they chose. I actually auditioned for the lead role. Oh, in that yeah, movie. you told me this. Yeah, my agent was like, "Hey, man, you'd be great at this. I need a nine year old." <laughs> Dude, too bad you lost to a kid who who his only his audition tape was just to show that he could do martial arts. That was it. Right. Well, and and immediately, I, that's why I didn't get the job. I don't know shit about karate or anything else. So, <laughs> also, like, you don't look like the main character <laughs> at all, at all, at all. You're oh, not man. Asian, man. But your number one was uh, Harold, and Harold Kumar. And Kumar, man. 2004, directed by Danny Laner, uh, starring Harold Cho, Cal Penn, and NPH. Man, such a good, good movie. Do and and let's get back. Let's get right back to Harold and Kumar. Anthony Anderson it. as the drive-through guy at the Burger Shack. It, w- I love th- do the do the quote. You did it earlier. I love it. Do it. What are you the, uh, about? the secret ingredient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys might have won. That. Or he's like, he's like, uh, You're like, yeah, we're if, gonna if go. You to guys White are Castle. trying to, yeah, White Castle, and he's just like, he's like, uh, that's a wise choice. In fact, I, I probably would have, I would have recommended to stay away from our secret sauce tonight. It's or we put a special ingredient in there. I'll give you a hint. It's semen. <laughs> and and then they just like look at each other, and then animal semen. Ah, and then they just drive crazy. away. Yeah, it's right. so great. And then he's like, come on, Pookie, let's burn this motherfucker down. In fact, just think about crazy. those little bit of baby onions that just pop and explode in your mouth. <laughs> makes me want to burn this motherfucker down. Come on, Pookie. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Yeah. I also love, uh, uh, what's his name, Christopher Maloney in this movie. Yes, as Freak, Freak Show. show. Oh. Oh my, as, he's dri- as he picks him up and he's driving and they see like the pus in his ear and it's like bubbling over and they're, and he's, they're like, you're like, hey. He's got pus coming out of his ear. He's like, there's no way he can hear you. Like, Shut up. Like, we, he's two feet away from us. <laughs> no he can he hear can. every word you're saying. And he then, can even hear me talk right now. 
<laughs> and then like a few seconds later, it's just dead silent, and you show you, it shows them like from the front of the of the truck, and he just goes. I heard everything you said. I heard everything you said. <laughs> Come down to Georgia. He's like, hey, Randy, what? The devil. Huh. The devil's everywhere. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me of that one. Y'all go on in, wash up, fuck my wife, get something to eat. <laughs> and then they're like, me casa su casa. Just don't do, do anything nothing. the good Lord, Lord would do. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, did he just say we could fuck his wife? So There's like, no way he could have said that. Shotgun anus. <laughs> Shotgun anus. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey boys, who wants first reach round? <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh then he just disrobes and then they, they run out. Man. You know, I have a couple of uh, fun facts for that movie, actually. Okay. And then I still have a couple more things to talk about. So go Sweet. Uh, Cal Penn, uh, who played uh, Kumar, he's actually a vegetarian in real life. Uh, so, oh, they, so when they actually get to White Castle at the very end of the movie, spoiler alert, they made it. Um, <laughs> uh, they had specially made veggie castles made for him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, there was also no White Castle near the filming location at all, so they actually just trucked in a set building that looked no like way. White Castle. Yeah. Oh, man, movie magic. And I then the last thing I was going to say uh, for fun facts is due to all the uh, free advertising that White Castle got, uh, White Castle had collectible Harold and Kumar cups at every location when the movie was released, making it the first R-rated comedy that was advertised on uh, fast food containers. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice fact, man. I, I love I love it when you bring in the facts, well, dude. I wish I wish when I was fourteen that we well see we, we're in Georgia. We don't even have White Castle. Oh, but we I have a good story crystals. About that. Yeah, right. But I wish that we had a White Castle because I sure as hell would have been that, at one, and I would love to have gotten one of those Harold and Kumar oh, cups. Oh, I know, right? You know, I maybe bet they're you can on eBay. Buy one for like oh yeah, but they're like probably like eight hundred bucks. Did you say eighty? I said eight hundred. Oh, shit. Well, I, either way. Who knows? If I had that, I would do it for sure, man. Uh, dude, me and Josh, we loved that. We watched that movie so many times. We were at Lissy's party one night, and we we got this great idea to go to the nearest White Castle. So we Googled it. We found out that it was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It was a four, four-and-a-half-hour drive from us here right outside of Atlanta. So at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, we hopped in my mom's charger, put on T.I.'s paper trail, and then just drove up there. I love T.I.'s And, uh, yeah, it was, it was the closest 24-hour White Castle, and we were like, let's go try White Castle. Just on a whim. You know, we're on a party. We're having a great time. We're, we're talking to all of our friends. We're, we're feeling confident. We're like, we want to do something fun and adventurous. We drive all the way up there, dude. We get up there at about 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, and turns out it's not a 24-hour White Castle. And they Aww. didn't open until, like, 8.30. So what would you do? You stay? No. Dude, no, and I'm not mad at. And drove back? Yes, I'm not mad at Josh for it, but uh, there was something that he had to do, like with his girlfriend and his mom, and 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 like I was like, dude, please, can you just like call him and push it, or just like not do it? But he, he he stuck to it. He was a man of his word. He wanted. He said he'd be there, and and he went. And so you know, it's I was bummed by it, but at the same time, it is what it is. I ended up trying White Castle in New York, and it's all good. Yeah, Crystal's I did. Better, I, did to be I did too. Yeah, and I like Crystal better. You know, that's funny though, because I just remembered. Me and uh, Josh also have a very similar story. Now that I think about it, really, we had uh, we had like stayed up all night, like smoking weed and whatever, and just chilling at Josh's house. And uh, we woke up the next day, or we had actually watched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. And so the next day, we were like, "We're gonna go look for a Shoney's. <laughs> we don't know where a Shoney's is, but but the rule is you can't." You can't, like, look it up oh, and find out. We're just cool. going to drive around and see if we can find one. Awesome, dude. Yeah, awesome. Except for, like, half, like after, like, a half hour, we finally, like, got to 70, or uh, we got to the main highway, and, like, uh, Josh is merging onto, onto 78, uh-huh. the highway. We get in an accident. <laughs> 
he gets fucking fishtailed by some from some little Indian dude and and oh, his no. huge like five hundred pound black wife. It was hilarious because we talked to them and he was like, "You tell my wife it's your fault. We no cook police." <laughs> So and then we just like we were like okay fine we'll just okay we went up to the the, the lady and we were like yeah this is our fault sorry about that even though it was totally his fault Wait, so were you guys but there, like, was, there was no damage to our oh, to Josh's truck okay. only to the the guy's truck I remember that truck that was a three speed in the column yeah that was yeah. a great truck dude. and then we ended up driving around for like an hour after that we were like you know what fuck it and we ended up eating at a place that was like five minutes from where we started <laughs> so. whatever hey, it, it, it was the the thought that counted and the effort that you put in yeah exactly. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. That's that's cool. Dude, we should do that our, ourselves. Yeah, Let, let's I'll be make down. that. Dude, let's plan it right now. What 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 restaurant are we gonna go find? Fucking Shoney's, man. Let's let's go find a Shoney's. We gotta let's find a Shoney's. And, and so we gotta stop and ask for directions. Let's have our own Harold and Kumar, I'm Charles not, and Dalton Day. I'm about and, and then we'll, on one of our episodes, we'll do, we'll do a bonus episode where we talk about our experience. We'll, we'll even take a couple videos and stuff, and we'll we'll post them on our pages and shit. I love so. it, dude. That's awesome. I'm about it. High five. We might change the actual restaurant because I don't even know if Shoney's exists anymore. Let's look up that first, but and we'll, then yeah. Well, next episode, we'll we'll tell you what restaurant we're gonna try and find without without looking up. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is. We'll, we'll figure it out. Cool. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so, dude, uh, we, we're, we're pretty much done. I know you still want to talk about your number one. We're coming up about 55 minutes, so... Um, I'll make it quick. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, this is your number one. You should definitely should talk about it. I just want to also mention how, in this movie, man, when they're about to jaywalk, and, and Harold's like, don't do it, don't do it, man. Don't. Or he's like, no, I'm going to wait for the I'm gonna wait for the crosswalk to, to, to change. And he's like, dude, there's no one around for miles. Go. Yeah, it's and like they look, the morning. They, like, look left, they look right, and there's it's just, like, crickets. There's no one. And then as soon as Harold takes a step onto the uh, pavement... It's just boom, whoop, and the yep. cop car just pulls right up. Yeah. Oh man, that shit. So what? Name, what, what kind of name is that? You, what what you kind of name is Kumar? Anyhow, what, what does that? that got? Like five O's or two U's? Actually, it's just two U's. Or actually, actually it's just one U. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined that. My bad. That's dude. okay. <laughs> uh, you okay. just said two U's, so it was on my mind. But yeah, yeah. Damn it. I love this movie, man. The black guy who's in jail with them. Oh, I yeah. love. I love this quote, man. I don't understand how you can be so calm about all this. I learned a long time ago there's no sense in getting all riled up every time a bunch of idiots give you a hard time. In the end, the universe tends to unfold as it should. Plus, I have a really large penis. That keeps me happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one. Yeah. Look at me. I'm fat, black, have two gay fathers. People can't have been dance. Mess- he can't, can't dance. People have been messing with me my whole life. He's <laughs> like, and they, they're like, look, the black guy's escaping. And then he's like, man, I'm just reading my book. And he's then like, they come and they, he's got a gun. Man, this is a book. <laughs> book is secured. <laughs> and uh, I, I do want, let's, let's take a quick second to, to acknowledge that like this movie came out a long, you know, a long time ago. Uh, things are a lot more sensitive right now um, in, 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 in the world right now. Oh, yeah. We're definitely not trying to be politically incorrect, but we're just talking about a movie here and we're talking about a scene. So yeah. we're just trying to have a laugh. We're not trying to uh, make any statements or, or we hope that no one oh. like hates us for bringing that up. Definitely I, 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 got, I, I feel like I should mention that, right? Given yeah. the climate that, that the world is in right now. No, I, I agree. I cool. Agree. So um, moving on, number one for you, brother. My number one. It's probably a lot of people's number one. It's, it's definitely a movie you should definitely go see. Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. I love it. It's such a great movie. It's got uh, Cheech Marine, uh, Tommy Chong, and Strother Martin. Um, and it's just, it, it's it's like the original marijuana comedy, you know, lighten the fuck up, it's just weed people kind of movie, you know? And, yeah. and I love it, and it's great. And, and Tommy Chong is just, he's just fucking hilarious anyway. But, um... I thought it was hilarious, though. I read that the uh, the car that Cheech drives in this movie is actually owned by Jack Nicholson. And if you've seen the movie, you've seen the car, and it's got like all that like uh, 
It's got like like fur on the inside of all the interior. It's got like those big, you know, fluffy dice and shit hanging from the. And I'm just like, was that added or is Jack Nicholson just like a fucking pimp back in 1978? Because like it's just hilarious that it, Jack Nicholson owned that car. My guess is the fur was there and they added the dice. <laughs> That's my guess. Um, I also thought it was interesting that uh, in the scene where uh, the dog grabs the burrito when they're in Mexico out of Cheech's hand, uh, that wasn't actually planned. That was actually a stray dog that was just really hungry and fucking just snatched the burrito (laughs) out of Cheech's hand, and they just kind of went with it. So (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. But this movie, uh, me and my buddy Brandon, we will quote this for for days, man, just because we can both do, like, the Cheech and Chong accents really well. But uh, he's like... uh, I like when uh, they get pulled over, or, uh, or I'm sorry, when they're about to enter Mexico or enter America after being in Mexico, and he's like, "So long, how long have you guys been in Mexico?" A week. I I I mean a day. Well, which is it? A week or a day? Uh, a weekday. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I love Cheech for that one. And then uh, and then he gets pulled over early in the movie. That that whole scene is just it, it's just hilarious and quotable. And they even do that shit like on live stage, and they ha- they do it on their cartoon show and stuff like that. But I love when they get pulled over, and he's like, "Sir, can I see your license?" What? Your license? Where is your license? It's uh, back there on the bumper, man. <laughs> So I thought that your driver's license, sir. <laughs> oh, my driver's license. Yeah, I got that right here, man. Hold on one second. Here, uh, here you go. Yeah. And uh, what is your name, sir? Doesn't it say it on the card there, man? <laughs> yeah, that's me right there, Pedro Martinez, man. That's me. I love that fucking shit, man. Dude, you do you do his voice really well too. Thanks, man. Thanks. And um, I also like the. Uh, oh, you just ate the most acid I ever seen anybody eat in my entire life, man. Hey, man, I ain't never had no acid before, man. Jeez, I hope you're not busy for about a month, man. <laughs> I love that shit. And then, hey, man, am I driving okay? Uh, I think we're parked, man. <laughs> Shit's so great, man. I, I love Up in Smoke. Uh, they have, so apparently I think Cheech and Chong have like seven movies. But the first, the first one is by far the best, and then the second one is watchable. It has Michael Winslow in that, which oh, kind yeah, of, nice. which is a, a funny scene. But uh, which it's just uh, Cheech and Chong's next movie, and then after that they just get dry, and I'm just uh, I'm just not about it. So hey, the first two Cheech two. and Chong movies are are awesome, but the the other ones are not very good. But Up in Smoke, definitely my number one. I could watch that movie all the time. So. Charles, man, it's been an absolute blast talking about stoner movies with you. Yeah. I'm so. Have I'm you a, seen Up in Smoke? I haven't. That's why I didn't talk, comment too much on it. So that definitely has to okay. be one of ours. Well, I didn't think so, but I think I remember you saying that. So uh, I own it, of course. I also oh. own Next Movie, so I'm gonna show you both of those. All maybe right, cool. maybe we'll get high and we'll watch those movies together. Hey, all right? Yeah, so. maybe, maybe, maybe. But um, <laughs> uh, so uh, next, what we're gonna do? We're gonna be watching a movie. We talked about it in the beginning, the Clint Eastwood movie. You want to talk oh, about it? That's for right. A quick uh, yeah. Uh, so neither one of us. This is gonna be uh, a little bit of a treat, and neither one of us is gonna know what the fuck we're talking about when we <laughs> when we start the next episode. But uh, this is a Clint Eastwood movie, The Outlaw Josie Wales. Uh, I was told about this movie uh, from a third-party friend of mine uh, named Chris. And um, Chris, if you're listening, we're, we're going to watch that movie, and, and maybe we'll even watch it with him. Who knows? Yeah, I'll we, bring it over there, and we'll watch it at his yeah, house. Yeah, we can't something. wait. He, he definitely he talked to you about hopefully being a guest on this one day, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. he, he is going to be a guest uh, on this show one day. So 
that's what we're going to do. And then I believe our top ten we decided was we're going to do top ten sports, sports films. movies. And yeah. there are a lot of sports movies, and we're going to be a little biased, especially me when it comes to my number one because it's my number one team involved. We'll get there. I, I remember you telling me about that. I can't wait for you to talk to people about it because so, I, I need to see it too. And we're also going to play a game. Uh, yeah, ne- sports in different ports. Episode. Yeah, a, a little game I invented called Sports in Different Ports. Um, but today's been really fun, and uh, until then... You know what, Charles? It's It's been really fun, but it's also been a, a real, real treat. treat.